a look behind closed doors, an ear for disregarded topics, a voice for the quiet ones. Up next on Ara City Radio, Francisca explores local matters. Last week, the Luxembourg-based association InfoMan invited the public for a film screening of the documentary Dans le Noir les Ampleurs by French filmmaker Siku Niakati. In the Dark, Men Cry. For this documentary, Siku Niakati has asked the guys of his friend circle how they feel, meaning if they cry and how they handle their emotions. On Local Matters, this week we dive into the topic of men's tears. I definitely recommend you all to watch the film. It is available on YouTube and I will put the link on our website together with the podcast of this Local Matters episode later today. Upon growing up, young men get used to masking their feelings. Of course, I'm not talking about every single man, but rather about the average, taking into account that all persons are individuals and the personality, the upbringing and ways to deal with emotions are diverse. But the prevailing image of masculinity, of traditional masculine norms, implies suppressing emotions. Crying in this masculine image is perceived as weak, as feminine. Men are supposed to deal with their problems alone or even to not have problems at all. Scientific research has shown that this rather unnatural ideal causes loads of pressure, internalized stress, depression and other mental health issues. All over the world the suicide rates are higher for cisgender men than for women. To admit that one has a problem is often more difficult for men. Luis Segueto is a psychologist with the association InfoMan. InfoMan supports men in all endeavors. For instance, if they are going through divorce or an illness, if they have questions on masculinity, health issues or if they have been victims of domestic violence, one of the most frequent reasons for sessions with InfoMan psychologists. Luis Segueto says, When men come to our consultations, very often it's the last straw. So we see them in the consultation. They are basically they have so many issues going on that, first of all, it takes an hour to for them to just talk, and then we try to put some structure into it. But you can tell that they've been feeling isolated with their issues, and what comes up very often is that men feel like they don't have the social resources to talk about their issues, as well as what we see also very often is men will cry, for instance, in the first consultation and then immediately apologize for their behavior. We then question them like, okay, but what makes you apologize? And then they realize that they are actually apologizing for taking up space that they should take up. I think it's also important to say that we talk about the average men here. So, you know, there's always some men who will fall out of those observations. But if you look at like other psychological points of view, women are more likely to seek help, to seek support, uh, whereas men have to be kind of like the lone wolf, that prevailing image of, you know, not even going to the doctors or only go when it's also the last straw the same goes for uh, mental health as well so yeah they will usually only come once it gets unbearable
Infoman offers one-to-one sessions for men and boys in difficult situations. The association as well offers an emergency shelter for men who, for instance, have been victims of domestic violence and urgently need a place to stay. Their social workers go to schools to raise awareness about the risks in an effort to prevent the boys from falling into this trap of masculinity. Most men start crying in the first session with Luis Segeto. Luis provides this space where men are allowed to cry and even encouraged to embrace their emotions. There's so much to discuss, so much things that have happened that basically the first session is what is going on in their mind. There's so much going on that even for us as psychologists, we have to navigate through the different topics and really try to find out what do they see as a priority and that's what we'll work with. So many issues have piled up before they consider seeking help with Infoman. Some clients that I see also have trouble just labeling emotions. So if you grow up and you're taught to mask your emotions, to hide them, put them away, they're not appropriate because you're a man, you know, you're supposed to be strong, put it aside, suck it up, then you're not necessarily not going to be maybe confronted to, okay, what is that emotion? What is the purpose of that emotion? So we do a lot of like, I guess, emotional teaching, teaching about emotions. We even have some games on how to do that with clients. In the past decades, the problematic implications of these masculine norms have been explored more and more. Social science and psychological research, education programs as well as initiatives and projects of the civil society have started to challenge masculine norms and redefine masculinity. This process of thought, however, has just started. Whereas women's rights associations and LGBTIQ communities have created safe spaces where women or queer people can be among themselves, such spaces exist less for men. I ask Lewis if he sees the need for such spaces. I think it's difficult in the sense that um, uh, LGBT people as well as women do it in order to in a way, escape from, or to have a safe space to escape from at least part of society, where they to seek refuge, where they can be amongst themselves and just be themselves without societal or less societal expectations, I guess. Um, for men, I think what could be an interesting idea would be less clubs, but maybe more spaces where men would feel encouraged to openly talk about how they are doing. This is really broad as well. Infoman in the past has offered groups to exchange about specific issues, where, for instance, men who have been victims of domestic violence were encouraged to speak about their emotions. For many, though, it is even harder to openly speak about such emotions outside the safe environment of a one-to-one session with a psychologist. Tomorrow on Local Matters, we will explore a different aspect of these masculinity norms and of this masking of emotions. We will see how it can switch to violence and foster violent behavior. Talking to a psychologist of the Croix Rouge service, Riche de Raus, who in her sessions deals with perpetrators of domestic violence. 
So tune in again tomorrow morning for the second Local Matters episode on Men's Tears at the same time. That was Local Matters with Francisca Peschel every Tuesday to Thursday at 9.40 on RCT Radio 102.9, 105.2, 87.8 and in our podcast on rscityradio.com.